verses here in 1 John tonight. Would you look there with me? 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2, verse 18. Amen. Thank God for his word. Amen. 1 John chapter 2, verse 18. Little children, it is the last time, and ye have heard that Antichrist shall come. Even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. They went out from us, and they were not of us, but if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written unto you because you know not the truth, but because you know it. And that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Whosoever denieth the Son, the same hath not the Father. But he that acknowledgeth the Son hath the Father also. Let that therefore abide in you which ye have heard from the beginning. If that which ye have heard from the beginning shall remain in you. Ye also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he hath promised us, even eternal life. These things have I written unto you concerning them that seduce you. But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. Amen. Thank God for his word. Amen. A reminder to us tonight that um, we have an unction from the Holy One. We have an unction from the Holy One. Now, I've learned some things over the years, and I know for certain that um, if I attempt... To stand in this pulpit of my own strength and my own ability, it's pretty well going to be a, it's going to be a mess. It's certainly not going to accomplish anything for eternity's sake. Uh, but if I'll wait on the Lord, if I'll spend some time in the presence of the Lord, that there is this wonderful promise that I'll hear a voice from heaven and God will speak. Do you understand that you can read the Bible, study the Bible, but without the Spirit of God, it is a dead letter. Without the working and the moving, it's the Spirit of God that revives it. It's the Spirit of God that makes it alive. It quickens the word of the Lord. It is the Spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Amen. So my prayer much of the time is, Lord, I don't know who's going to be in that service. I don't know what the needs are going to be. I have no way of knowing what people are, going, are up against. I don't know their struggles, their problems. I do not know. But I just know, Lord, that you can speak. And sometimes you choose to speak through your vessels, through ministers of the gospel. 
You speak through uh, just the instrumentality of people, humans like you and me. God can touch our lives. And that's what that verse is talking about when it says you have an unction from the Holy One. And you know all things. The word there, unction, is, is translated some other places just as anointing. But I like the word unction. It's the only place you'll find it uh, in the New Testament. But that word, it really just means to smear on. Like a preacher would put the oil and would, uh, would just wipe it on your head, on your forehead, and, and anoint you uh, with, with oil to put that. That's literally all that it means. But it says that you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. You see, I don't know all things. There's a lot that I don't know. I certainly don't know what your needs are tonight. I don't know the secrets of your heart. I don't know the struggles of your life. I don't know what's going on in your, in your home or in your family. I, know, I don't know the details of your needs and your problems, especially when people come into a service and are visiting. There's no way that I can really know anything about your life or what's going on in your life. But the Holy Ghost knows. The Spirit of God knows. And He, he gives to us an unction from the Holy One so that we're able to know things that we could not naturally know. He causes us to be able to, to operate in the realm of the Spirit, not the physical, but in the realm of the Spirit whereby we are able to do things, see things, speak things by the power of the Spirit of God and needs are met. Have you heard people use that term? That preacher, he just read my mail. What they were saying was, well, he preached and it was as if he knew all that was going on in my life. He knew the private secrets of my life. How many times? I've been in services like that where the preacher got up and preached. And it, it was like, Lord, he is talking straight to me. It's as if it's completely directed at me and my life. But I know that the Spirit of God and the unction from the Holy One causes us to be able to see and hear and do and speak things that we would not be able to, to, to speak otherwise. So what's going on? How does this unction of the Holy Ghost, how does it work? Or I thought of it this way. How does the unction function? <laughs> how does it work? How does it work in our life? Well, we know that, uh, that, uh, that, that, the, heaven, that the Father is uh, the central person of the Old Testament. And Jesus is the central figure of the Gospels and of, the, of the, that Gospel era. And then after Jesus ascended into heaven, then the work is accomplished. The work and the will of the Father and the Son is accomplished through the body of Christ by the power of the Spirit of God. Amen. By His Spirit. And so the work that he once accomplished on this earth, he has chosen to do that work through people, through individuals like you and me. God has chosen to, to, to work through us. So the unction of the Spirit of God resting upon our lives causes us to do the will of the Father and the Son. The Bible says that Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father and the will of heaven can be accomplished on this earth through the body of Christ, 
through the people of God as we experience this wonderful anointing and unction of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Amen. You see, God is omniscient, but you're not. And I'm not. He knows everything, but we don't. He knows all. But the Bible says we have this unction from the Holy Ghost. And we know all things. We know things we would never be able to know otherwise. We're able to be used of God and to speak into people's lives. And we're able to, to, to uh, uh, move in the, in the power of the Spirit of God to see things accomplished by the Spirit of God. Because He knows the details of your life. He knows the hidden secrets of your life. He knows what's going on in the, the private time of your life. He knows every detail of your, your life. He knows every personal and private thing going on in your life. Sometimes we have needs and problems and we don't feel like we can even share it with anybody. And uh, sometimes maybe even your spouse don't know or your family doesn't even know. You just carry a heavy load and it's just your burden and you're carrying that burden and you walk into a Pentecostal service where the Holy Ghost is moving and the Spirit of God is working and there is an unction of the Holy Ghost and God uses someone to stand and testify or he uses a song or he uses uh, the preacher of the gospel behind the pulpit and that the unction of the Holy Ghost causes you to be able to know what's going on and know the needs of people and to see the lives of people affected and changed by the power of the Spirit of God. This afternoon, we, we get an opportunity every other week to have lunch with Zach. Today, we had lunch with him while we're sitting there eating lunch. Uh, he said, Dad, I want to ask you a question. And you never know where that's going to go uh, when a question like that comes. But he said, is it right for people to speak in tongues in church and there not be an interpreter? Well, that's a pretty heavy-duty question uh, for someone like Zach. But let me tell you, he's in a, he's in a spiritual vein. He, he's, uh, he's wanting to know about the things of God. We took him into a, a Walmart for a few minutes this afternoon. He needed something, and so we took him in. We were only in there about five minutes, and there was a man, a young man that he ran into that uh, he used to know in his old life that was actually a drug dealer and still is a drug dealer, and in five minutes offered him drugs. And so, I mean, that quick, and we're right there, not very far away from him, but within five minutes, he offers him drugs. And Zach said, I'm so thankful I've got God in me now. And uh, that I, I wasn't tempted by that. I didn't feel the temptation uh, to be involved in that kind of a life. Amen. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost gives to us the ability to resist the enemy and to face the challenges of our everyday life. We don't even know what we're gonna to face today or tomorrow. This week, we have no idea what can happen between this Sunday and next Sunday. A lot can happen in just a few days. But he knows, he knows, and he can prepare you in a Sunday night service. He can do something in your life tonight to, so mighty and so powerful, and you don't even understand what is going on. Why did God pour out his spirit on me in such a mighty way? Because he knows what's coming Tuesday. He knows what's coming this week. He knows what you're going to face in the next coming days. And he's able to prepare you by the power of the Spirit of God. So I answered Zach and I said, well, Zach, the Bible says that if, um, if you speak in tongues, um, 
uh, you should pray that you would interpret. Pray to be able to interpret. He said, well, that's what I thought. I thought it was the right thing. I said, but it does say that somebody who speaks in other tongues, they, they are, they're speaking unto God. They're not talking to men. They're speaking unto God. So sometimes you speak in tongues and it's your prayer. Sometimes you speak in tongues and, and uh, it, is, it is just, uh, it's a worship unto the Lord. And, and, uh, and so, so we had our little lesson on the Holy Ghost this afternoon to, to talk about uh, this wonderful experience of the Spirit uh, in our life. And I told him, I said, sometimes the Bible says that, that, that uh, tongues are assigned to the unbeliever. I said, sometimes in a, in a church service, uh, suddenly someone will speak and give a message in tongues and, and you're wondering, well, that's wonderful. That's, that's, that's great. Uh, and you wonder what's going on here. Oftentimes there are visitors in that meeting. Oftentimes there are unsaved people in that meeting and a message in tongues is given and the Bible says it is a sign to the unbeliever. It's a sign to them and it says in verse 25 of 1 Corinthians 14, and thus are the secrets of the heart made manifest. And so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is in you of a truth. Praise God. Amen. So when the spirit of God is at work and moving, Sometimes it's to convince sinners, oh, that was God. I don't know all about it, but I know that was God. I, 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 I know that was from the Lord. I, I didn't understand what was going on, but I know that was heaven sent. That was from the Lord because the Bible says that sometimes it's a sign to the unbeliever and that uh, God is going to reveal their heart and convict them and make them recognize that God is in that place. Praise God. So is this unction of the Holy One just for preachers? Well, preachers certainly need this Holy Ghost anointing. We need this unction of the Spirit of God. We need the touch of the Holy Spirit upon our lives to give us understanding and knowledge that we could never have otherwise. And let me tell you, at this day and hour that we're in right now, there are so many things. And really, when you read the text here, the Apostle there is dealing, John is dealing with the fact that there's a spirit of Antichrist in the world. And he said, but you know all things. There's a spirit of Antichrist that's at work in our world right now. And you can't afford to, uh, to go anywhere without the, the spirit of God in your life. You can't afford to leave the house. You need the spirit of the Lord. You need to be uh, walking in the spirit, led of the spirit, directed of the spirit, sensitive to the voice of the spirit of God. Wherever we go and whatever we're attempting to do, oh, we need the unction of the Holy One. Amen. As I said, this text was written in a time of a spirit of Antichrist, and uh, it was prevalent then and it's prevalent now. A lot of people are haters of Jesus. They're haters of the gospel. They're haters and enemies of the cross and everything that Jesus stands for. And uh, we need something supernatural at work in our lives. We need the spirit of God. And when you get saved, the spirit of God comes into your life. But then there is a, a, a subsequent experience in the Holy Ghost beyond that where you are immersed, you are filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. And that spirit of God that dwells within you equips you to do what God wants you to do. Amen. Praise God. 
You say, I don't know if I need that or not. Well, Jesus needed it. The Bible says in Acts 10 and 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. If Jesus needed this unction of the Holy Ghost, you and I need it even more so. Yes, we do. We need the touch of God. And so certainly when you were born again, you received the Holy Spirit of God, but you did not receive this wonderful experience that's available for every believer to equip us for the times that we're living in right now. Amen. So if you've been filled with the Holy Ghost and you have a divine heavenly equipment that you need, amen. You need what you, you have what you need to face the challenges of the day, to empower you to do the will of God, to do the, the will of the Father in heaven is accomplished on earth through the working of the Spirit of God in you and in me. That's how God has chosen to work in this church age. The church is the vessel. We are the vessel. We are the people of God. And we are to be anointed of the Holy Ghost so that we can fulfill the plan and the will of God. Amen. Praise God. Last several weeks, I don't know how many weeks, I've been coming here to the church in the morning and again, usually in the afternoon, walking around this building, walking because I need to walk, get my steps in, and walking because I need to pray. And I've spent that time. And I have to tell you that there have been days that I've been walking around in this sanctuary and I, I really didn't hear the voice of the Lord exactly. I just, I just, I, I felt the Lord's help, the Lord's presence. But there have been a few times over the last six weeks or so that I've been walking around in this building and the Lord has spoke directly to my heart. He has spoken to me directly. He has given me a word. It's a heavenly, it's heavenly information that I needed to hear that God is with me, that God is able to speak into our present situation. We have an unction from the Holy One. And we know all things. We know the things that we need to know by the power of the Spirit of God. Paul's talking about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. As it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither hath it entered in the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Is that verse talking about heaven? Not only heaven. You read the text. It's talking about God at work in our lives while we are here in this world. Amen. So read it again with, those, with that kind of a uh, uh, perspective. I have not seen things that we have never seen before, that we, we, we can see things that we normally don't see. We can hear things that we normally don't hear by, by our physical senses. Uh, we think things that we would never be able to think by our physical senses, we perceive things that are beyond our normal physical limitation because we have been touched by the Spirit of God. We have an unction from the Holy One. We know the things that we need to know for this age, 2023, and the challenges that you're going to face, that every family is going to face, every home is going to face. I know that we're facing some dark and challenging times right now. But if you'll just press in, if you'll just receive the renewing of the touch of God and the Spirit of God upon your life, He'll prepare you for the challenges that are just ahead of you. Praise God. And so this is for the preacher, but it's also for every one of you. If we're to reach our family, our loved ones, if we're to reach those that, uh, 
that God's placed in our, our life uh, that we associate with business, work, school. If he's going to allow you to reach them, you need to hear from God. Amen. Amen. Sometimes the, you, the best thing to do when, when you come around people is, it, uh, that are unsaved is just don't say anything. Don't say anything. Just let them know you're there and you're behind them and you're supporting them. But other times you can hear from heaven and you know what to say and you know how to say it. I got the call from Robert Johnson about Todd Stouffer being in the hospital. I haven't seen Todd since his mother passed away. That's been about nine years. I haven't seen him. Uh, and so I, I said, well, I might be able to get up there. I know we're going to be in Richmond on Friday, maybe I can get there. Do you know what happened? How many knows what was going on on Friday around here? It was pouring down rain. It was the biggest mess ever trying to travel out there on Interstate 75. It was a mess. I was so tempted to say, we can't do this. We're going to have to turn around and go back home. We're just going to have to go back home. But then I remember Robert saying to me, uh, he, he's, he's sick and he was in tears when he talked to me and he said, I really think he's open to God right now. And that when I, I remembered that, I thought, I gotta go. We gotta press through this situation and, and go. And uh, we went on to, to the hospital. And as soon as I walked in the room, he said, I know who you are. You're Brother Jarvis. And, and he said, uh, uh, and I, I met him only a few times over, over the years. And, uh, but he was so open, so willing uh, for prayer. He asked me for my phone number. He said, I want to stay in touch with you. And I know it was a God-arranged moment. It was God arranging this time uh, whereby that somehow uh, that uh, the Spirit of God can get a hold of his heart and cause him to open his heart uh, to the Lord. I found out that he works for Michael Bennett out at ABC Automotive for the last 18 years. And so we've got some connections here, brother, with Todd Stouffer. And I believe the Lord is going to help us to reach that man and his wife and, and uh, that they're going to open their heart to the Lord. Already are, already are opening their heart to the Lord. You know why you need the unction from the Holy One? It's because you don't know who you're going to meet this week. You don't know the challenges you're going to face this week. You don't know those that are, their life is so messed up and so wrecked by sin. And, and you're, the, you're the messenger that God is going to send to them. You need an unction from the Holy One if you're going to be able to carry the message to them. Amen. So we're compelled by the Holy Ghost to speak to this generation. And we cannot do it unless we receive an unction of the Spirit of God. Amen. Could we stand all over this building? Praise God. Now we've heard testimonies tonight of God moving in different needs and we praise God for that. But I'm convinced that there are probably those that have come in to this service tonight. You have needs. You have problems. The Spirit of God is already dealing with you, already speaking to you. And you know you need help from the Lord. And He wants to help you. He wants to touch you. He wants to save you and deliver you. He wants to fill you with His Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So allow the speaking and the voice of the Spirit of God to penetrate your heart and allow God to do a work in you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're going to believe.